Hey food buffs, I'm your host, Lillian Yang. Fakri isn't here this week because she's sick, but we will have her wonderful voice back soon enough. Okay, let's get started. Thirteen hundred kilometers past the Arctic Circle, nestled in the permafrost amongst inhabitants like polar bears and reindeer, lies the Svalbard Global Seed Vault. In the media, it's better known as the Doomsday Vault. The vault contains backup copies of our world's seeds. It protects the genetic diversity of our crops in case of large-scale disasters. The location was chosen in 1983 by the Nordic Gene Bank. Originally, they had used an old coal mine to store containers of seeds. The coal mines were so big that they had the idea to include the seeds from many other gene banks. But at the time, the project couldn't get the international and financial support that it needed, so it was put on hold. Fast forward to 2004. So it was first in 2004 when the International Treaty on Plant Genetic Resources of Food and Agriculture was taken into force. So we started to work on this once more. That's the project manager who established the Svalbard Global Seed Vault. Yes, I'm Greta Edian in the Ministry of Agriculture and Food in Norway. I'm working there as a senior advisor. I've been、uh, the coordinator of the Svalbard Global Seed Vault since the project started in 2004. This time around, the project got the international and financial support that it needed. They decided to abandon the old coal mines because there was actually threat of gas explosion. Instead. They blasted into the rock base of Mount Plateau. So we chose a mountain that was not affected by any mining. Now, 130 meters into the mountain, 800,000 varieties of seeds from all over the world are being kept safe. That accounts for more than one third of all the seed diversity found in gene banks. There are three chambers inside the vault. Each of them are 1,000 square meters. The first chamber is expected to be full by 2018, so there are still two chambers not in use. Plenty of space. There are around 500 copies of each seed, depending on the size. If the seeds are small, there might be more copies, and if the seeds are big, there might be fewer copies. The seeds are kept in airproof aluminum containers, sealed in a box before being sent to Svalbard. When we interviewed Gret, it was June 2015. We asked her if any of the gene banks had withdrawn seeds due to disaster. Her answer foresaw what was to come. There have been no occasion that the seed has been withdrawn, but the international gene bank、uh, that's located in Aleppo in Syria has already. Placed 80% of their seeds in the Svalbard Global Seed Vault, and we don't know exactly which state the gene bank are in right now. So it's very sorry, but this might be a case where the seed seed vault might be needed. But since then, just a few months after our interview, the Global Seed Vault had its very first seed retrieval. This year, in September 2015. The slumbering Arctic vault awakened to release 38,000 seed samples. Hi, this is Lillian calling from Food Nonfiction. Yes, yes, Lillian. Can we get started with the interview? That is fine. That is fine. 
Well, my uh, my name is Ahmed Amri. I'm the head of genetic resources unit at the International Center for Agricultural Research in the Dry Areas. Who better to speak to than the head of genetic resources at ICARDA? ICARDA is one of 15 international centers established by the international community to help developing countries develop their agriculture. Part of the technologies that we are developing is, for example, development of new varieties of crops of wheat, barley, lentil, chickpea, faba bean that are high yielding, that are adapted to drought, heat, uh, salinity, resistant to major diseases and having good quality. Icarda's retrieval of seeds from the global seed vault was big news because this was the first time a gene bank has had to rely on its global seed vault backup. One article we read really painted a wild picture. It was said in the article that Icarda had fears that bombings could blow out the electricity running the cooling system for its seeds. There was talk of kidnappings of staff trying to drive seeds to backup locations. So we thought we better ask about this. Can you explain how you and Icarda were affected by the Syrian civil war? We could not continue our our usual work of research there because the situation is just a, does not allow us to farm our land and also to be secure. So we decided that, I mean, uh, uh, we have to move. They had to move. Neighboring countries provided space for offices, labs, and farming. Most of the international staff were relocated. I think we are lucky because we have developed such a good relationship with many countries around the world that have hosted us. Starting in the end of 2013, ICARDA decided to decentralize its research. They established three major platforms for research. One is in Morocco for cereal-based rain-fed agriculture. One is in Ethiopia for crop and livestock integration. And one is in India for food legumes. So when did you decide to move the seeds out to the global seed vault? Oh, okay. You know, the gene bank has normally within its routine activities that any sample that we conserve in our gene bank has to be safe duplicated outside Syria. So the safety duplication, as we call it, is really something that we do in routine. We decided in 2009, as Icarda, to have another copy of our gene bank samples. By 2014, we have already sent 80% of what we had in Syria. From most of the articles that are out there, they say that the seeds were evacuated to the global seed vault because of this war. Is that not correct? No, no, it's not. Because, I mean, it's within the routine activity. As, as I said, we have started to send the seeds in 2009. In fact, we have sent like 90,000 samples before the crisis. And we have sent the remaining in 2013 and 2014. Just to let you know that, I mean, the gene bank is still operational in Syria. We still have our people going there and monitoring the, the condition of storage. I'm really interested in fact-checking some of these articles with you. So some of them also said that seeds were moved out of the original gene bank because people were afraid that bombing would cause power outages. That's incorrect as well? No, I think as I told you, it was all our, our samples were sent a long time before the crisis. Wow. So have you read some of the articles covering? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah this, is, uh, this, is, this is misunderstanding, I think. Yeah, so I've, that's 
really surprising. So one of the articles wrote that seeds were evacuated by car, and Icarda had to deal with customs and even no. kidnappings. That's no, not that. No, no. I eat, I think they are talking about them. I mean, it's a different. It's a different story. Uh, they, they are talking about them. I mean, the, those are sheep, genetically sheep. sorted. Yeah, not not seeds. But recently, there was a withdrawal from the global seed vault, right? Yeah, that's that's uh, yes. Okay, so which seeds did you withdraw and why? Two major activities that we have is really to conserve. Second one is the distribution. So here is what we learned: gene banks do two major services. One is conservation. The seeds from Syria had been deposited in the global seed vault as part of routine procedures to back up the seeds they had conserved in the Syrian gene bank. Two is distribution. They withdrew seeds in order to build up their active collection of seeds used for distribution. Hey, food buffs! I'm so excited that it's December. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I also hope that you'll leave us a review in iTunes if you haven't already done so, because it makes a huge difference for us. Also, if you haven't checked out our Facebook page yet, it's filled with goodies, so check it out at facebook.com/foodnonfiction. We also have Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at foodnonfiction. Write to us at feedback at foodnonfiction dot com.